And so, so Clark's the only person who did the entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. Like if I was looking at this screen right now, gotta say, I would not have put my money on Clark. (laughs) Hey, as always, the underdog. What's up, everybody? This is the What A Year podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy George. And today I've got with me actually the biggest group I have had on one of these podcast episodes so far. Three out of the four, we don't know where Berman is, uh, but three out of the four guys that joined me along for the ride, uh, one of them who actually joined the entire way. Um, I'll just go in order here. I've got Andrew Clark, Matt Ryback, Kyle Cabagon, and uh, waiting on Daniel Berman. But what's up, guys? Thank you very much for joining. Absolutely. First time, a uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. Honestly, it's been uh, it's my first podcast appearance ever. Um, I'll aim to please. Likewise, this is uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And uh, I, it's been my dream to be a part of a podcast and you fulfilled <laughs> it for me. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that. I think this is going to be one of the best episodes, actually. So uh, excited for the conversation. The four of us have not gotten a chance to really catch up on this trip since the trip. So be interesting to see. uh, It'll be interesting to hear what comes out. Um, So today we're discussing goal number 11, uh, which was to bike down the Pacific Coast Highway from San Francisco to San Diego. I completed this May 27th to June 6th. And uh, Kyle joined us for the first portion of it. We started at the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, Kyle is actually Kyle. I don't even know what your title is. You've just been at Thumbtack forever, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know what what my title is as well. Um, yeah, to be honest, just right now working on um, a bunch of different things, mostly focused on uh, partnership work. Um, nice. I helped start start the partnership team there um, a couple years ago. Uh, but yeah, I've been there, been there for a long time and just sort of consider myself just, you know, a, a thumbtacker, uh, just an more, more generally. Yeah. Kyle was very early at thumbtack. Um, and yeah, has been there over eight years now. So just the all around, uh, valuable utility player. He recently, well, not too recently, actually a while ago, bought a place in Oakland with his amazing wife, Kim. They just welcomed the son Julian into the world. Um, oh, speaking of Kim and Julian. There they are. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Some coffee. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, just absolutely killing it. Also an advisor at Port 53 where, where, he's, uh, where he's sitting right now. Um, and then let's see, Matt joined us for the central part of it. Uh, Matt and I met when we were, oh, uh, I should mention. So Kyle and I met uh, through an internship program in, uh, that we did in college called College Works Painting uh, and just stayed in touch since then. Matt and I met at Graphic, which is a company that we both worked for that was then later acquired by Amazon. Uh, Matt was a product lead and product manager. He's been, he was at Amazon for quite some time, uh, just recently left and is doing his own thing in sort of stealth mode. Um, so very excited to see uh, what transpires there, um, but also a lot of exciting updates from Matt. He recently bought a place in Santa Barbara. Um, also a, a beautiful home that uh, Andrew and I got to stay in on this trip. Um, just got married to his uh, amazing wife, Nina, um, and right. uh, is, is just absolutely crushing it uh, as well. 
as I'm reading these intros, I'm realizing like, fuck, I need to get my life together. <laughs> you got um, some impressive friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Berman a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Berman's not here, but I'll introduce him anyway. Uh, Berman lives in Los Angeles with his amazing fiance, Robbie, um, in downtown LA. He is uh, the director of uh, sales for a company called Prime Trust. And uh, part of the reason he might not be here is he actually just had to get knee surgery. So um, he's recovering there, but uh, has given me the thumbs up. So hopefully he's doing well. From, and knee then, surgery from the bike trip, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was that, it was that gnarly. <laughs> and then uh, last but certainly not least, Andrew Clark, who did the entire thing with me from San Francisco to San Diego. Um, he lives in Nashville where he just bought a place. And uh, no fiance, no wife yet, but lives with his dog Bodie. So good, uh, a decent alternative there. And um, Andrew, Andrew flew all the way out from Nashville to join me for this trip. So massively appreciative of Andrew in particular for uh, for helping me get this one done. Um, Absolutely, stuck to join. Is there anything? Uh, is there anything I missed? Anything you guys would add to those intros? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think it would be great for the listeners to get a little bit more background on. Andrew's involvement because if I remember correctly, Andrew like did this trip with little to no training <laughs> and and very little like sort of preparation in general, like flying out the the day before getting started and then day just of. crushing day, day <laughs> of <laughs> day That's of right. and then oh and then actually just going through the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so let's dive into that. Um, Andrew, what was your background in cycling prior to this trip? So like three or four years ago when I was living in the, living in the Marina in San Francisco, that's when I bought my actual bike. And that was like my first like non Walmart bike that like actually shifts when you hit the shifter. So that was cool. Um, and for a little bit, I was actually biking to work. It was three miles, which I thought was a lot back then, but I learned that's a uh, <laughs> jump change. Um, but I only lived there for like six months and I moved to Berkeley. Then I didn't really like touch my bike for a long time. Moved out to Sacramento. That was about like a year and a half ago. Um, like maybe like a one or two month phase where I was biking like twice a week in the mornings for about like 45 minutes, nothing too crazy. Then moved to Nashville. Didn't even touch my bike until two days before the trip, which wasn't the smart move. But I did have like an indoor biking machine. Um, so basically, I think I found out the trip like three or four weeks before it was happening. And I just started hitting that for like 30 minutes uh, most mornings. And I was like, oh, this is super easy. Like, I, I got this. And I realized I probably, like, wasn't really setting the resistance too high, which is why it was easy. I was just like, every, every time I got tired, I just turned it down a little bit. But uh, I was very ignorantly confident going into this trip, which uh, got smacked in the face on day one. But happy to make it through. Yeah. So very, very little training. Um, but I knew how to ride a bicycle, which helped. <laughs> which is honestly so impressive and so inspirational. And uh, next thing you know, we're standing in front of the Golden Gate Bridge with Kyle getting ready to bike um, 615 miles over the next 11 days with an elevation climb of 2,700 feet and uh, 48 hours of total cycling time. 2,700, you mean 27,000, right? Sorry, did I say 2,700? Yeah, you mean a little more than that. Yeah, 20, <laughs> that's like, that's like... 27,000 total right. feet of, uh, of climbing. Yeah, almost, so, uh, almost an Everest. Almost an Everest. Um, having bookended the trip, uh, I can say that I mistakenly didn't have that much confidence that Clark would, that, that Andrew would, uh, would finish having, uh, kicked you guys off. And, and I was looking and, at train tickets day one, <laughs> <laughs> like 
kicking you guys off and it was great because the first thing was a downhill which was mm. amazing um and for for the cyclists listening to this podcast the start of the trip was uh hawk hill but we started at the top of hawk hill so we didn't have to climb hawk hill right. we went down hawk hill and it was i mean that that descent is legendary um, for the views and and just exhilarating downhill that that it is and then immediately after that you go you know you cross the bridge and then you go into uh, North San Francisco in the first hill we get on, I literally see Andrew just huffing and puffing to the point where he just gets off of his bike and just walks his bike up, up the hill. And the gradient on that hill wasn't even like that bad. It was probably like three to 4% ish. And I, and I was like, uh, I don't know how the rest of this trip is going to go for him. Um, but then uh, it was great to see that he was like in, in, pretty good spirits uh second to last day when i joined you guys um and not an ounce of like doubt or you know stress um in his face he still was like pretty chipper about everything so um huge kudos to you man this is the uh andrew clark appreciation podcast yeah i, know, I love it <laughs> Tell me just more. cannot reminds are blown that he did it <laughs> it's unreal what you did yeah uh what else can we say about Andrew, guys? That <laughs> what's, what's maybe more interesting is like basically how did everyone get looped into this crazy what a year, this particular thing in what a year? Yeah, I am or me, for example, I ended up calling I ended up calling Jeremy just uh, when I was uh, planning on leaving my job. I want to get some advice and I want to talk through some things, see what he was up to, and he mentioned that what he was doing uh, was doing what a year, and I was like, what the hell is that? And he <laughs> showed me the website. And it was, it was really cool just to see that. And I was like, where can I actually do this? Uh, and then it became clear that like, yeah, I, if I do leave my job, why not just join him on this crazy road trip thing with this bike? Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm a little sad because I only got to join for one day, practically yeah. speaking. I was at my job until kind of late into the trip and I was going to Europe the day after the trip. So I could only go for one day realistically, but uh, it was just, just fun to get looped in for just even a day. It was just uh, like, it was just like if by the time it got to Santa Barbara to Santa Barbara County, it was like, Whoa, you guys are totally into it. And it was just cool to kind of latch on a little bit. I'm curious to Good hear to how you, uh, everyone else got looped in. So Kyle's actually one of the first people that I ever talked to about my, what are your project idea? Um, this was before I had a website. This was before I even really had like a fully fledged list. So massively appreciative of Kyle there, but Kyle, do you remember how did how did you know like how did you get involved in the bike trip specifically? Yeah, I, th there were a lot of um, things that I probably told you that I wanted to do on your list at the time. It was a lot longer than fifty-two things, I think. Um, but I think just like everyone here, we all probably wanted to do a, a bunch more things with you on that list. Uh, I I think I was just sort of chomping at the bit to do one thing, and I didn't I didn't think it was going to be cycling it just happened that it, it worked with my schedule um, you also did this thing during a, a fairly like busy time in my life when I pretty much had, had my first kid um so if if it weren't for that uh it just so happened that this one like worked perfectly with my schedule that I could do those two days I didn't even do the whole thing with you um but uh but yeah it was fun it was fun even just those two days getting getting to do it um, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Berman What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? How's the leg? Oy, I was doing a hell of a lot better on the bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but uh, so far it's uh, it's doing okay. We're uh, we're we're in one of those immovable braces. We got it fixed up yesterday, and we uh, we got good spirits. So look forward to get back on the bike at some point soon. There you go. Yeah. So we uh, the question, I guess the question for you, Berm, is what was your inspiration for wanting to join this trip in the first place? Well, f- funny thing that. Uh, you know, I'm just coming out of knee surgery right now, but um, it was actually to prove to myself that I could do uh, a ride like that after my second knee surgery, <laughs> which was to also repair the meniscus. So, uh, you know, it'd been about a year and a half, almost two years since I had done anything of great endurance or distance and uh, really just to prove it to myself that I could do it. Um, and you made it, you made it happen. Yeah, we did. We ended with some fish tacos. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly did. So um, generally, I just break up the trip into three legs because that's kind of the easiest way to think about it. There was like the NorCal leg, the Central Cal, and SoCal. So NorCal being San Francisco to uh, Carmel. Just going through the itinerary, I guess I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, what were the highlights? What were favorite moments, biggest surprises, uh, anything along those lines? at bombing down Hawk Hill and then crossing the Golden Gate Bridge is probably as, as nice of a send off as yeah. you can, as you can have for any trip. Um, it was the perfect it, It's just, it's just classic Northern California cycling. Um, and it's, it's like the Mecca, I think. I think for me, like the highlight was just starting the second day. I felt so much better than I did the first day. I think the first day was rough, just like hopping off the plane, didn't really have any food on me, just like I was cramping up like crazy the first day. (laughs) And I never really cramped after that. So it was just more so just like I was tired, but I could push through it. And I think like when we left uh, Chrissy's house, like after eating like that massive breakfast and like I got on the bike and I like didn't hurt. I was like, okay, that's why I kind of got my second win. I was like, this is probably doable. Um, So that's probably my highlight for the first leg. Yeah. Shout out Chris Doby for letting us stay at her place and great house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, highlight for me was knowing mentally I didn't have to do the rest of that that trip that was fun like you can totally like uh you can budget your enthusiasm in a very particular (laughs) way when you're only there for one day it's (laughs) unbelievable is that is that is that was that your experience Matt a hundred percent I mean I'm over here like gung-ho these guys are like day three of nine I'm like oh my these fucking guys are just wearing it oh my god Here's a crucial detail, actually, for Matt's start to the trip. So Matt takes a train up from Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah. And he gets in at, like, around, I don't know, 9 o'clock. He texts me that. The train was late is the bottom line. It wasn't, it wasn't good. It was a while. Oh, my God. So I, mean, I, I had one job. I'm like, hey, you guys need anything? And they're like, yeah, you know what? If you don't mind getting some Gatorade. I'm like, no problem. Gatorade, how hard can that be? <laughs> and I'm driving around. <clears throat> Biking and everything. Every, yeah, I'm, I'm, right, I'm riding around my bike. And it's like. It's, it's like sundown, you know, it's eight o'clock and it's getting kind of dark and everything is closed. And so I'm, I'm driving past like a 7-Eleven and it was closed. I couldn't believe it. I ended up finding one like janky ass grocery store. And I'm like, yes, I'll grab like, you know, these nine bottles of Gatorade. And I took a little longer than I wanted to, whatever. I'm heading home now. So I'm, I'm heading over um, to their hotel, cruising, cruising, cruising. Now it's dark. And I'm not sure if you've ever been to Grover Beach, California, but it's got it. It's got a certain like methy feel to it a little bit. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, it's not exactly where I want to be at night next to the train station. Um, and so sure enough, boom, next to, next to the station and I pop it, I pop a tube. I'm like, damn it, this sucks. And I, I had to sit there 
like, well, actually I was on a road that had a lot of cars on it. So I had to, I had to walk my ass back to the train station parking lot, sit there with my camera flashlight and try to do my tube, uh, to replace my tube that way, which I was just like, just, just mad about basically. And, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a tough time getting there. It was a rough start. That's for sure. And I had one tube left, which is going to feature later on in the story as well. But, uh, yeah, um, that's uh, an important detail. Best part was the next morning getting out of bed and, uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> there was only one place I can get food and there wasn't a lot of options apparently. And so I wake up it's like literally four 30 in the morning and these guys are trying to offer me this, this wrap that. Oh, this, no, this was, this was leftover from the previous night. Oh God. Yeah. God, God. Was there was nothing the open bird. at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> the dirty bird. The, the, the yeah. Called. yeah. And so he's like, like a Clark special. <laughs> yeah it was my friend who came down he recommended it so the dirty bird yeah. <laughs> this thing was an abomination i opened it up and it's like i'm trying to warm it up now it is a it is a wrap and help me out here clark it's a wrap filled with chicken fingers french fries coleslaw or some shit like buffalo that buffalo sauce buffalo yeah, yeah. cheese oh my it, God. it was dirty for sure <laughs> and i was like i can't bike after this but i shoved it down my face and kept quiet uh, that kind was- of breakfast will fill your tube for damn sure <laughs> exactly for sure yeah i mean we had to get up real early that day because that was, that was the day that we biked 105 miles from Ocean oh yeah to santa barbara so i'm sorry for skipping through now we're i guess we're in the central part of the story not the norcal part anymore but sorry about that yeah we're pretty what I mean, was yeah. what was what was that century day like was it like a pretty flat century was it a hilly century how did 6, you guys like, break up break up the that's decent how did you guys break up the, the like hundred miles? Was it, you know, in 25 was, mile chunks? You well, there's all kinds of discussions around like what route we we're going to take. Right. Cause this is a long ride. You got to plan for it. Right. And there's only two ways to get it from North Carolina, South Cal or Santa Barbara rather. One is a super hilly route that I could tell the boys did not want to take. And the other one is just the highway. And so it's, it's kind of, you know, lesser of two evils. And so, you know, there's a, like a, a road, like it's 35 miles of just highway, like 70 miles an hour cars zipping by. And like, it, it, it was, we had, you know, we, 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 there was no good way to Santa Barbara, frankly. So we got to just put one foot in front of the other and try to move pedals. You know, it was by no means, um, I don't care how in shape you are, like a hunt, a century is a century. It's the bottom line. That was my yeah, least favorite day of the trip. What was the nutrition plan like that day? Did, you know, did everyone bring? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bird and a bang. Oh, oh it, was, it was one dirty bird for the whole hundred miles. That's impressive. <laughs> Honestly, if there's enough cal- calories in one dirty bird to get you through <laughs> yeah. a century. Clark had a very specific diet that he had to stick to during this trip. Yeah, it was as many calories as possible, a bang energy to start the day, and then a joint. A bang and then I came to go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i thought if the bike wasn't gonna kill you for sure the diet was one of those <laughs> i think i gained weight during the bike trip which is kind of crazy <laughs> yeah man i don't know how that thing energy drink make your heart just pop out of your chest dude i needed that man i thought i could get sponsored by bang after that trip just for what they <laughs> what they did for me <laughs> I forgot to mention. So the reason we were so uh, opposed to doing any more climbing is because two days before that was the big Sur day. Um, Clark, do you want to, uh, do you want to recall that day uh, at all? 
Yeah, Jay has a great video of me walking up one of the hills and Big Sur just going, I hate my life. <laughs> and then like the next day, I'm That's great. Flat, like, Scotty doesn't know or something. <laughs> Big Sur was gnarly. Oh yeah, Big Sur was definitely like the day that I was scared of. But like in my head, I knew if I made it through Big Sur, I could make it through the rest of the trip. Because I mean, the long flats, it's definitely mental, but then the uphill climbs are, they're very physical. And so like they were tough. And Big Sur was also just like not a lot of biking room. You know, you're on like these tight turns, bunch of cars, and you can't really see very far in front of you with the fog and also just with like the curves around the around the mountains there. And so that day was definitely brutal because you just like never and I also had no service. Like there's no service out there. So we couldn't check to see like how far we've gone, how much further we have to go, and everything like that. Right. So that was pretty rough just because like you would do this crazy big uphill climb, you're turning the corner, you're like really hoping it's gonna be downhill still is uphill, not knowing when it's going to end. And um, we ended up like running into like this like random guy. And that was kind of cool. Just like meeting him. He was definitely like a, a pretty big dude. And just like seeing him like riding out there was like, all right, if you can do this, I should be able to do this. Um, and then I'll just never forget the moment we rode into like our, our inn. And I just like remember seeing it. I was just so happy. And I just like forgot I was around other humans. I think I just like <laughs> shouted and people were staring at me, but totally worth it. <laughs> yeah, man, that day was gnarly. That was, uh, yeah, that, that was a tough one. 77 miles that we did, 6,800 feet of climbing. So glad we got it done. All right, let's move on to the last leg. So once we got to Santa Barbara, well, uh, gracious host Matt uh, allowed us to stay at his huge place um, and also hosted a, a, this guy bikes 105 miles and then runs in and starts cooking a, a dinner for like 20 people that are coming over for a dinner party that night. Meanwhile, Andrew and I are just like dead on the couch, not moving. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, hats off to Matt for making that happen. But that was an awesome way to get a little break in. And then after that, Thank Santa you. Barbara to Venice, uh, where Berman and uh, Kyle joined us. From there, down to San Clemente and then to San Diego. Um, so, yeah, curious from you guys, Berm, Kyle, Clark, were there any particular moments that stood out? Any highlights? You know, anything that you feel like is worth mentioning? Yeah, I'd say the uh, the ride, uh, the first time that we got off the bike after a long distance was the first time that I realized how mentally and physically tough this was going to be. Uh, because it's not getting off the bike and then sitting down on a, on a chair. It's getting off the bike, taking a break for, you know, 30, 45 minutes so you can refuel. And then getting back on that thing. Now, if you're if your Tushki has not gotten used to, uh, you know, sitting on one of those tiny little, uh, you know, crowbar-looking seats, <laughs> it's no it's no joke. That is pain. Getting back on the bike. That was uh, that was when I realized I'm in for a ticket. You guys are legendary for uh, making it down that far. Getting yeah, back the, on the bike is the worst. The gooch pain was for real. You have to like ride it until it numbs out again, and then you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's Gucci Mane, and that was Gucci Pain. It was no fun. <laughs> Jeez, no, this is no great fun. So, did you, so Jeremy, you were training, so you probably had your your butt bones were probably a little used to it. But Clark, you probably had a world of hurt. Am I right? I had to double up on the the padded underwear, which helped a bit uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, there were times where like I would just be like kind of hovering over the bike seat you really just had to like ride through the pain and just like let it go numb but it was yeah for sure there's no other way to do it except you just got to go numb it's crazy Mm -hmm. i'm I'm actually convinced that that's probably the hardest part of this whole thing and matt you probably know (laughs) this as as an avid cyclist like there's some non-trivial work you have to do to get used to like sitting 
on, on a bicycle seat. Um, you have a, a few rides where you're like, okay, this is sort of my life and I have to get used to this pain. Um, and you like, you can like gradually work yourself up to it. And you guys went through it and you just happen to also be doing this trip, which is even more impressive. Um, and there's no break. Yeah, you, you can't call it early until you get to the freaking hotel. Isn't it? You yeah. can't like, uh, no. Hey, you know what? My bus is yeah. today. Yeah. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> let's just call let's it. Just call an Uber. The ragged bone in and freaking big sir. You know, it's not possible. <laughs> but yeah, but there was 100% that moment where I was like, okay. I'm putting the bike on the train. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. After day one, I started looking at the train schedule. If it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I totally forgot on the way to Santa Cruz. So I fell three times during this trip. Just at like oh, complete yeah. standstills, just from like not being used to being uh, clipped in. And one of the times I fell, it was just on, it was to Santa Cruz. So this was day, day two or three, two, I think. Yeah, my seat too. popped off. <laughs> I was like, Oh Jesus. Yeah. Completely broke to the point where you like, you that's can't right. get it back on. And so we still had like, I think like 17 ish more miles to get to Santa Cruz. And every time I would ride and slightly move, my seat would just fall off. So I had to just constantly keep stopping and putting my seat back on. And then I got to Santa Cruz and their bike seats were like 180 bucks. Like they're just like super like high end, like nice bike seats. And then you had some zip ties. So like, I was all right, let's just try this, try these zip ties oh. out. And uh, it worked. It, I, I did the whole trip with uh, with the zip tied bike seat on. But the only issue is like it wasn't completely flush, like how it's supposed to sit. Right. So like the front part kind of poked up a little bit, which was a little bit more uh, pressure on the gooch. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot. I feel like man. that might be comfortable for you. I mean, I am used to it. <laughs> <laughs> how how was driving through the cities? I guess you were in Venice, right? Mm-hmm. Venice, and then like you know, we went to Orange County, Long Beach. Uh, at least for me and Clark, I don't know how you felt about this, but it was kind of cool to be like, Oh, like, yeah, we're just casually going through on the 600 mile bike ride and all these other people are out here just on beach cruisers. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was kind of a fun moment. Absolutely. You definitely feel like you're in your own little world. And also highlight of that part of the trip was Berman riding in just his onesie, like oh, no <laughs> shirt or anything over there, just like straight up overall onesie down like a super packed, I think it's Venice beach down like the little boardwalk area right there. That was incredible. I do the bike ride. <laughs> we split yeah. up a little bit, but actually Kyle, so Kyle joined me until yeah. we got to long beach for, um, Navy and Presley's birthday, which are the daughters of two of our mutual, very good friends. That was a, such a sweet way to take a little break. And like, it was so nice to bike in and we had the whole crowd like cheering us on when we got there, they had a big set up at the beach. Uh, I got yeah, and that was no, totally. We just, we like landed and everyone knew we were coming around the corner and they were just cheering and um, it just felt so good to, to end the trip. And that was my finish line. So it felt even better for me. Um, but I knew Jeremy for you, you were like, uh, I'm going to stay here, but I can't stay too long or else exactly. my muscles will cool down <laughs> and I won't be that motivated to like keep going on the bike trip. What's the, what was the best food that you guys had and then worst food that you guys had the, the whole trip? I think for I me, I'll go for it. Well, I was going to say the most memorable, I don't even know if it was best. Cause like every meal I had honestly was pretty good just cause we were so starving, but the most memorable was that restaurant in Big Sur Clark, you know what I'm talking about? That's exactly what I was going to say. We got yeah. the fish and chips. Yeah. Where we got the fish and chips and uh, it was, I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but was you're it basically, 
Say it again. I have no clue. Nepenthe. Nepenthe is an awesome restaurant. It could be Nepenthe yeah. then. You just have a fantastic view. You're basically, yeah. on, you know, overlooking, yeah, overlooking the ocean on a hillside. It was, that was epic. That was definitely sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if we had any bad food though. I just like, I ate a lot of trail mix and like cliff so bars. So much trail mix. Yeah. Trail mix, cliff bars, those energy, energy chews. What was that? What was the worst like destination food? Was it that? Was it the subway in Lompoc? <laughs> that was oh. pretty bad. The Coca Cola energy packets were disgusting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> Berm, you got to pop off. Yeah, I wish, I wish, and love that I could stick around. I love talking to you guys. I love reminiscing about this trip. It was hands down the most uh, incredible physical and mental challenge I think I've put on myself since wrestling team back in high school. Um, so thank you. Uh, uh, you know, Jay and, uh, and Clark and Matt. No, I don't think we've, uh, you know, even met too much yet. So good to meet you and hopefully get a ride soon. And uh, I Kyle, owe you one. always a pleasure, my friend. I love that beautiful smile. <laughs> say hi uh, to the, the wife and kids as well, all right? For sure. Good luck, Baron. Later, Baron. So, Matt, we haven't talked about Matt's second flat tire yet. Oh, the pain. That was that was gnarly. We were going down. We were going down fast too. Matt was in front of me. We were going down some freeway. I don't remember exactly where we were. North we were of right Santa Barbara. It was called Refugio Beach, and it ah, was yeah, a yeah. beautiful, like you know, it's, it's alcove in the middle of the South Beach, South Coast, and uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was sketch because we're on the shoulder of a highway, literally major highway, the 101, and that was super sketch. And it was just like, all right, he's got to have to wait for me on the shoulder of a highway as I'm like crawling behind like the, what's it called? A little, uh, yeah. We pop over the little guardrails, guard the guardrail. Yeah. And I'm just trying to fix the tube again. And then luckily I'm a little faster this time, but just such a pain in the butt. Cause you're, yeah. you're, tr- you're trying to keep momentum. This is like 20 miles to go. We're- and I had to get home, make some, uh, make some dinner for that dinner party <laughs> I had. And I, was, I, I knew that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's what, what struck me as weird about that. Is like I, I knew where I was the whole time, but like none of those distances ever seemed like they were like attainable by human power. You know what I mean? Like doing that trip in the, you know, on a bike on a, a road I normally ride my car on, like all of a sudden, like you, you understand, like you can really appreciate like yeah, yeah, yeah. how far things are, what's in between them, what's right. it take to get from point A to point B you get a, you know, a completely different perspective that you no- normally get. And so when I was fixing my tube out there in Refugio beach, I'm like, this is a, this is a half an hour drive. What am I doing out here? Like, like on my butt at a, on a, <laughs> on a guardrail changing a tube, you start getting these weird, like perception differences that I'm not sure you can get anywhere else. So that was something that was make a lasting thing. I appreciated it much more than maybe I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just super happy we did it. And like, honestly, my only regret was not going for more of the legs because I was so stoked. And I, if I ever have an opportunity to do it again, I'll do every segment on that list besides the Santa Barbara one. <laughs> Anybody who wants actually, to do it with me. Yeah, actually related to this. You, I know you asked us this, Jeremy, um, before, just sort of sent us the questions for what we could potentially talk about during this, this episode. Um, and, and the last one was, you know, what's on your, what's on your bucket list? This is actually uh, on mine to actually, to actually do the full San Francisco to, to Southern California um, trip on a bike, um, which sort of has, has been uh, has, has always been a goal of mine, and I hope to do it someday. But I would love to hear um, what both of you would have done differently around sort of planning, um, like you know how to how to chop up the trip um, if if you were to do this all over again. 
think the biggest thing like it was Jeremy kind of did all the planning of like the actual legs and everything. And I was like, that sounds good. I kind of just joined along. I think the one thing we ran into was we had to like push through all of Big Sur because we went during like a holiday weekend and just like all the inns were like booked up. And so is, is that right, Jeremy? We weren't able to get like a room, something where like we kind of like we could have stayed at the Big bit. Sur Lodge, yeah. but it was completely booked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I thought it was a pretty, pretty good plan. Like as far like how we broke up the days, it was like they're all like fairly equal. I mean, obviously some little harder days here and there, but. I don't know if I would change anything about the actual plan. I don't know if Jeremy has more because he did the research. Yeah, it sounds weird to say, but I don't think I would have really changed anything about the plan itself or the itinerary that we had. Um, <clears throat> I definitely thought there would be more moments where, the you know, just like emergency crash somewhere, get a hotel somewhere. And we were able to stick to it pretty well. Um, in terms of like preparation, my main feeling was like, I should have done it sooner. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no reason to wait. And, and, and obviously you want to be, you know, you want to be thoughtful and responsible and especially with, you know, with a kid and a wife and when a house, there's a lot of other things that you need to consider. But in my case, personally, um, it felt like such this, this big thing. And, and it was, it was going to be this massive, you know, mountain that I needed to climb when in reality, it's just one, one pedal over the other. Um, and I think I could have started it much sooner. So that's, yeah, that's really it. Absolutely. You just got to get going. I definitely wish I like hopped on my actual bike more than once. Cause I definitely realized just like the position I was in on like my, my exercise bike versus like my actual bike are completely different. And then the one day I did ride my bike, I was like going up, I only, only did like 12 miles on it. I was like going up a hill and I was getting tired. I was like, screw this. I don't need this negativity. Like a couple of days before the trip. So I just turned around and came back. <laughs> this negativity. I kinda, yeah. I just blocked it. I was like, that didn't happen. Um, it's very, it's, it's attainable. I think it's definitely more mental than physical. You just got to send it. One thing I was just reading in my reflection, um, I think I would have taken out the zero mile days. Like, I, I don't think it was necessary to have a full rest day. In my planning, I thought we would want to have a full day of doing nothing. But there was something about the muscle memory of just waking up, putting on your stuff and getting on the bike that I think was really valuable. Oh. So even just doing like a 10 or 15 mile day, a really easy one, um, would, uh, it would have been better. So yeah, that's one thing I would have changed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. Goes without saying good, good job. Massive kudos to you guys for, uh, for doing this. It was unbelievable just for the, yeah, just even for the two days that I joined, um, much less, you know, the, the whole thing. Um, yeah, you guys are absolute legends. Appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Definitely was a great way because I just moved from California a year prior. So like coming back and just seeing the whole coast was, was fantastic. <laughs> like, especially because I was going to the, like the most beautiful parts of California. I was like, oh man, why did I move to Nashville? <laughs> it really was so beautiful, man. Such a great way to see to see the state. And yeah, I mean, I, I just, I can't speak enough about it. And I know for the content of this podcast, like just talking about a view isn't very interesting to listen to, but you know, mountains on your left, ocean on your right or city, depending on what part you were in. The entire time it was just beautiful. And there were, I mean, granted, there were a few boring parts here and there, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, all in all, there wasn't a single day that I thought, man, that day just sucked. All it's, right. Well, uh, epic. The last question that I was like to end with that Kyle already answered, but for Matt and Andrew, um, curious for you guys, what's what's something that's still on your bucket list? You want to start it off right back? No, you go ahead. Um, I would say, no, I'm not going to say what I texted you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> hey man, no judgment. I mean, that's definitely on the list, but a little further down, but, uh, 
keep it, keep it like along the same things like physical feats. I, I definitely want to run a marathon one day, um, which I'd feel a lot better doing. I'm run a lot more than biking. So I'd feel a lot more comfortable doing it. I just feel like it's a lot, you just got to push yourself for the mental. Like the most I've ever ran is like 12, 13 miles. So to like to double that, it's just mental would be a super cool accomplishment. Just, I'd be stoked to do it. That'd be sick. Have you tried training for one before? Nope, never. Uh, I, I do run pretty consistently though. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I just guys, it's, I think it's just gonna be one of those things. I'm going to sign up for it a couple months in advance training, bang and just a, go for bang it. energy drink and just, just hit it one, one leg after the other. Absolutely. Exactly. The dirty bird in my pocket. I'll be good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get that yeah. bang sponsorship. I know you listen and bang reach out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Matt? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's funny. Cause I, I remember having a very specific thought. It's, it's kind of bucket listy. It's kind of just more like a, like a desire for the future, but uh, you know, I did that bike ride about exactly a year after my dad passed away. And it's pretty funny. I was like, I was doing that and I was like, okay, cool. I cannot wait to do something exactly like this with my kid and like bring someone like that on an adventure as epic grueling and like, ultimately uh you know gathering as as that uh with my child so i'm just looking forward to that uh kind of keeping that in mind and just it's it's one of those things you can't possibly forget and one of the things you definitely want to share with somebody as close to you as a child so that was my bucket list item making sure i did that and kept my eye on that prize at some point that's pretty much it i love that man that's awesome and uh, I'll hold you accountable to that. So I'll, Please, I'll check yeah. in with you in, you know, 15 years. Me and my six month old are going to go cruise and big stir. <laughs> exactly right. That's awesome, man. Well, good stuff, guys. Really appreciate you guys hopping on. I know we went way over time. So uh, thanks for all the thoughtful discussion. Thanks a lot for the invite, man. That was a lot of fun. And of course, I mean, what a year it was just a spectacular thing for you to do. And I'm happy I could have been part of it, even a little bit of it. Yeah. All you guys, massive part of it. So much all love, right. much love to all you guys. All right. See you guys. Cheers. All right, boys. Great seeing y'all. Cheers. Peace.